Hello, you're listening to Work From Home, a Lower Street podcast where we help you stay connected, productive and sane whilst working remotely. In today's episode, I'm talking to Dr. Michelle Dickinson about being in New Zealand and running an international remote company, how you can celebrate failures and get to know each other whilst being remote, and how she holds meetings at different times to accommodate different people in different time zones. Who is Dr. Michelle Dickinson? Well, I'll let her answer that. So my name is Michelle Dickinson. I have a PhD in engineering and I'm a nanotechnologist and I am passionate about helping everybody everywhere realize that they're all tech savvy and they're all amazing scientists and school has probably just beaten it out of you. Um, And so Nanogirl Labs is designed to help everybody everywhere to develop a relationship with science and tech. You guys based in New Zealand? Our head office is in New Zealand, yeah, but we have bases in Canada, the US and the UK. So you guys have always been remote then? We have always been remote. Look, I've worked for all sorts of companies in my time as an engineer, Apple, Intel, Microsoft in the US. And I knew that when I wanted to become an entrepreneur and set up my own business, I was very clear about what I wanted it to look like and be. And one of those things was flexi time and family friendly times. And one of those is work from anywhere, however you want, as long as you do the work, it doesn't matter. So we set up remote first and flexi time as our core company um, set up. And that's come in really handy, actually, during COVID. That must have been a pretty steep learning curve going from a sort of more traditional corporate background then into, first of all, your own company and the company that allows flexible time and people working remotely. What was that like? Yeah, it was exactly how you imagine. It was a bit of a train wreck to start as I got it all wrong. (laughs) I had this idealistic view of this company and what I wanted it to be. And it was all the opposite of everything I'd been exposed to in corporate. And then you have your ideal company and you realize it doesn't work because you need some sort of hierarchy and you need some sort of rules and you actually need some boundaries. And so, yeah, the first sort of few months were a bit rubbish. (laughs) What's really good is um, one of the things I set up in the company was that we have a, a no blame culture and we celebrate failure every week so every week somebody will be like hey this is what I stuffed up let's celebrate this so we can all learn from it and having that culture meant that at the beginning I could apologize all the time and be like I know I said this it's not working I stuffed up let's change it please communicate with me when something's not working so we can fix it straight away and actually that worked really well that's amazing because that's one of the main fears that a lot of people have when working remotely is that they want to appear as though everything's going well and there's the front, you know, everybody's curating their Zoom backgrounds and all that sort of stuff. Not me, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) So have you seen much of a change? Well, I assume you have, but what has the change been over the past year with the pandemic then, if you're already remote? Yeah, so so look, I mean, the the biggest portion of our, our assets and our finance are live events. So I was actually supposed to be in Edinburgh right now at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival doing a whole month with two shows a day. Um, So we had a massive impact on our financial model and what we do. We had to build a digital platform in in a very short period of time to be able to meet our market needs um, and bring in revenue at a time when all of our live events were cancelled. And, you know, it was a couple of million dollars worth of work cancelled this year. So that's significant (laughs) when you're trying to pay the bills and trying to keep people employed. So we had some big changes. And actually, even though we were a remote first company, one of our biggest changes is we had to hire a lot of people during our lockdown period. 
And those are people we've never met in real life. So we did interviews online. They were inducted online. And that's a very different experience if you're not physically meeting people for maybe months. Some people I've never met who work for us. We found that quite hard. How do you break the ice? How do you uh, get to know people when you just don't know them? And, and Zoom calls are very curated, right? You can make your background look lovely. You can seem like this perfect individual, whereas your kids might be killing each other in the next room. And so we really struggle to get people to sort of show us their real side, not just their Zoom, you know, auto, like nicely airbrushed side. So yeah, that, that has been, building that trust has been challenging. Initially, we had what you were talking about insofar as we we'd sit people down and be like, right, okay, get to know each other and have fun. And it's it's painful at the start. So how how did you actually, or have you been successful in making it a bit more natural? Yeah. So so I did what I said I'd never do, and I forced fun on people. And so we have a compulsory team quiz. Um, that happens once a fortnight that everybody has to attend and we pay you to attend. So even if you're a contractor, we pay you to come. And what we've done is split the company into three separate teams. And so you have a team that you have your own little chat with. And every week um, you have to, one of the teams has to set the quiz and the quiz questions that you set are around things that you know and you love. So they sort of you know, we've got lots of Harry Potter fans, it seems. And we've got a, a woman who loves fish. And so all of the questions are like random trivia questions about fish. And so what we do is we rotate that. So one team will set the questions and the other two will compete each fortnight. And we're doing that up until Christmas and then adding up all of the points. And actually, it's been a really interesting way. I think when you bring out people's competitive side, a different side comes out. And when you create a, a really strong team that has no other ambition other than to win a quiz, it's a very different group dynamic. But also when you're setting a quiz based on things that you love, you realize the quirk and that people have quirks and it's okay. We're accepting them, we're celebrating them and we're learning about them. And so actually this quiz that we enforced um, and we've kept is so good at opening doors. And then the next time you might zoom in with somebody, you might go, oh, you know, how are your fish today? <laughs> now you know that they love fish. And um, so that's what we've done that's worked really well for us. And so there's one thing that I forgot to bring up when we were talking about the, the company at the start, which is you change your meeting times based on time zones. So how, how does that work? Yeah, so obviously we have people on opposite time zones. New Zealand and the UK couldn't be more opposite if they tried. And because we have more people in New Zealand, we would think, well, let's just set it to New Zealand time. And then the UK office is just always going to have to have a nighttime meeting, which sucks. Um, and so we make sure that it's fair and that we're representing each of the time zones as much as we can. And so that does mean that sometimes our New Zealand staff, we say, hey, just to, you know, three weeks from now, some of these meetings are going to be sort of late at night. Can you do that? Can you work that around your family? And if so, it allows our UK people to be able to just have their mornings and their life and, and sort of figure things out that way. And the team, again, they're a highly empathetic team. And they all said 100%, if they are willing to do that for us, we will do the same in exchange. And so it does mean that our meeting times are very scattered and probably range from, you know, sort of 7am through to maybe 9pm over a period of weeks. But we try and keep that concise within a short period. So you're not, it's not like we're doing shift work, but you do factor those things in. 
because uh, we want everybody to feel included and valued and not just the place where we have the most people is the one that's always winning. So, yeah, it's been challenging to wrangle, but those who do it say they really appreciate being valued as, as equals in the team. Yeah, because, I mean, the last thing you want to do is just leave someone out because, you know, well, sorry, you're from the Philippines, so we're just not going to, you'll just have to make it work. That's definitely been a thing for us as well, is finding a time during the day when everyone is free and or rather just accepting that maybe everybody's not going to be there all the time. Yeah, and which is totally fine because we're a day ahead in New Zealand. So that means that on Monday, it's still the weekend for my Canadian and my US staff and my UK staff. And so I don't expect them to be on a Monday, Tuesday, Sunday up. What it means is that they'll be working on our Saturday and the Auckland office probably won't be in, but that's okay. Like Because we have remote first networks and everything's in our boards, you can see what's been left for you and just carry it on without needing that team to be online. So yeah, we're lucky you know, that we live in a day and age where there are enough online software systems that allow you, we use Asana, but allow you to sort of manage projects remotely. Yeah, and there's also a real nice novelty in leaving something when you go to bed and then you wake up the next morning and something's done. done in it. <laughs> it's just so good. It's actually really satisfying. Hey, that's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed it, I would really appreciate it if you gave us a rating and a review. It really helps us reach more people. And if you aren't, get subscribed because we'll be back with new content every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Yeah.